Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Lavender Brown. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds, Katie, Laura, Kate, and most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome and good night. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. This is your sleepy time podcast. We are missing a Kate and I am sick. So sick and tired of missing Kate. Yeah. (laughs) Please enjoy my audio pudding. (laughs) It is viscous. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't think anyone would ever want their voice to be described as viscous. Well, that's me today. So, hey, man. We're happy to have you. Well, yeah. Way to tough it out there, my darling. Yeah, You're we'll in my dis- house. <laughs> we'll disinfect yeah, the mic true. Uh, no before we put it away. <laughs> you can't escape. <laughs> so. So what's new? We're going to go to Blythe. We are. Oh, That's yeah. this weekend. So you're hearing this on Tuesday at the earliest, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, and yeah. then more regularly Thursday. But this upcoming weekend, we'll be at a Harry Potter festival. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be fun. Bonnie Wright's going to be there. And it's Greg's birthday. Yeah. And we're going to be there (laughs) at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. I think so. It'll be interesting to see what they are doing for Bonnie because we had to buy tickets for the Sunday, which is the only day she's going to be there. And they were like, that's so we can guarantee there aren't any press there. What? Yeah. So I don't think she's going to have interviews. Like, Guarantee. No, well, like we're still anybody going. could buy tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't like you don't have to say I am pressed. Yeah, wait. So ticket. is she just gonna like be wandering around? Like, no. oh, I just wanted to oh, come I think to the fest. She's doing a panel or something. Yeah, she's doing a panel for probably just like audience questions. Like maybe if we have one, we could get in oh, and yeah. ask, but uh, just not like news outlets or anything. So it'll just be little kids asking, like, Do you like Daniel Radcliffe? Can you ask that in that voice, dressed as Newt Scamander? Oh, my gosh. Are we dressing up again? I mean, I don't want to waste my costume. That's a good point. Uh, it's probably going to be too hot. It True. might be too hot. Um, it's supposed to be nice 20-degree weather, 22 or something like that. Oh, which... I miss the 20s. I feel yeah. like we only ever have 30, 40, or 10. Yeah. yeah. We're in Toronto's eighth heat wave of this summer. Mm-hmm. It won't and we're in fucking fall. stop. <laughs> like, I love heat, but I also love being able to sleep. I just want it to be cold at night. That's all I want. Yeah. Do what you want during the day. Do what you want. Do what, Do you, what want. you want. I'll try not to echo too much with my nasally voice. No, I like it. All right, cool. They don't want another Laura missing an episode. And it'll just be a Katie Craig friendship hour again. Well, we can't have that. No. We need to we have our Katie Laura can. friendship hour. I agree. Let's get rid of this bozo. Yeah. Deal. Oh. <laughs> Go <laughs> to the like, other room. So psyched to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I wouldn't be able to sleep now. Fair enough. Party yeah, Craig is out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back to the Katie Craig friendship hour. Yeah. Uh, good times. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that's going to be a really fun festival. I'm excited to see what they've changed because yeah. they seem to be like, oh, we've changed oh, this. Oh, is it in the same, the same like area? that it, it was like right near the cowbell. I think it's bigger this year. I, I think they're think open. Yeah. still be the same place. Same place, though. yeah. But okay. I think they've got a few little like satellite things. Yeah. Like they More have like the whole town locations? set up. 
Yeah. But we didn't let's, see that. Yeah, let's try to do that this year. Yeah. I'd love to. Well, well hopefully we don't pour get down rain. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we had to leave early last year. And then Sunday was uh, stormed out. Yeah. So yeah. fingers crossed, good weather, and they can get the full two and a half days. There's also a Friday night event. Mm. Um, but mm. yeah, and get some uh, good press. They got a lot of good press last year, but I think the negative was kind of like, it, it, was, it hurt. Yeah. I'm sure. Probably. But a lot also, of it, it went weather. viral last year and it didn't this year. Because... Yeah. Well, maybe the news outlets figured out that they should do research. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's happened. Wait, news places? Come on, right? Saying they, that they were wrong? Up, right? Oh, no, they never apologized. Skeptical. They never did. No. Yeah, like here, let's use a photo from Universal Studios' Harry Potter world yeah. and then say, look... This town is turning into this. And then yeah. wonder why people go, oh, uh, it's so it's not Harry Potter world. Yeah. And also it's in like a field in a small town because yeah. it's a small town. Yeah. Blythe is beautiful, but it's also, you know, it's and in a field in a small town. if you're expecting that many people, where else are you going to have it? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Not every town has a Hogwarts, although they should. They really should. One Hogwarts in every small town. That's our campaign slogan. <laughs> yeah. For running for Macusa. our lives. <laughs> running for our lives. <laughs> Everyone's just super mad at that bad joke. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, what would the uh, Canadian magical government be? I don't know. Maca. Mac and cheese. Canada. <laughs> Madge can. Madge can. <laughs> Magic in a can. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> Holy send, hell. Send in your best uh Well, it's going to be a ministry. Jokes it's for, yeah, ministry. You know, so, have, yeah. so what else is new? Harry Potter related. Luna Lovegood is on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, see, my first thought was I didn't know her career had ended. Oh. Yeah, that's harsh. Ooh. She does a lot of theater. There's not a lot I've of never careers one. that do well. Well, it's mm. people are doing that well are, well, yeah, or like, I mean, I love the guy, but uh, the guy who played uh, Carlton in Fresh Prince, like that's oh. the character on it that I expect. Yeah. I don't, that's like for someone who is out of the limelight and wants to get back in. Yeah. Like I mean, if, it's, yeah, it's never something nice to say but it, <laughs> it is true as far as i know dancing with the stars i'm not i don't really watch any reality shows so yeah neither do of I. that really can't say might um, have that's to just my kate very limited that. yeah experience. i feel like kate's probably I feel like she's screaming different. right now in her probably. bath yeah listening to us and going <laughs> you fucking idiots how dare you say such things? and she's probably not alone yeah i'm sorry we're sorry yeah. I don't know. It's it's an odd choice, but if she's having fun, then yeah. she's having fun. Yeah. Like, well, she looks great. Care. And you know what? I'm gonna YouTube it. Good for you. I l- I really like to see her dance. Yeah, I think she's yeah. adorable. If she's just yeah, picking she things adorable. she wants to have fun with, then yeah. obviously I'm fine with that. But mm-hmm. that to me is where celebrities go to have one last hurrah. Yeah, it's funny because like we're kind of disparaging it, but like it has so much viewership and yeah. it's been on tv for like 12 years yeah. yeah but that's the problem with reality tv yeah <laughs> it's just i know too easy i agree as we yeah. said we Not all don't really me. like it yeah <laughs> reality tv um but you know yeah good for her i guess having Prove fun us wrong yeah i i honestly am very thing. excited to row, see row, 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 row. 
<laughs> oh, that's my. That's all I can do. She did it though. I'm gonna so wear raspy. a glittery lion hat every oh, time that's she's nice. on. <laughs> Probably not because it's hot out and I don't know when it airs. But in spirit, I am wearing a Gryffindor hat for her. That's nice. We should watch at some point and just like put a photo on patreon or something in front of the projector with her in the background wait no craig has to do the same routine oh crap yep and he has to play both parts (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) eat your words (laughs) (laughs) no but i i think uh all of that is good we'll definitely do something of the sort Hmm. that's awesome start stretching now yeah yeah limber up there craig (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyway that's gonna be fun yeah and Good for her. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? And, wh- and while she's at it, she might as well just swing by Blythe this weekend. May as well. Yeah. I mean, wherever they shoot Dancing with the Stars, it's got to be close to Blythe, Ontario. Probably. Sure. Closer than England, maybe. Does she live in the UK? She lives in London. Yeah. Uh, we'll start our Meet Your Messers, which is who of the cast from Harry Potter would you pick to be your Dancing of the Stars partner? Not I got one already. Okay. It's super easy to me. Yeah. Um, Neville. Aww. Oh, yeah. He's so tall. And believe me, like, I don't really Li- pick Neville for anything. Owen. But yeah, I mean, well, obviously Matthew so, like, Lewis is very cute. So like underwear model, that level. Well, if I could choose. <laughs> Even fourth yeah. year Neville. He was so into the but dancing. This is the, yeah, that's the thing. Like True. him just like twirling around and being like adorable was maybe like one of the few shining hopes of the fourth movie. <laughs> and like, it's cute. And he liked it. And he had yeah. fun. And and he didn't I care just, that he liked it and they were yeah, fun. I think like, that was just. Do what you love. Very nice. And. Um, I think that's like definitely a, a movie Neville versus book Neville thing because I think in the book he was like super clumsy and he awkward was stepping still. Stepping on Jenny's feet. Yeah, and... yeah, she was wincing or whatever as they were dancing. But so he could still be having fun. He would be having fun. I mean, why not? I feel like I owe Neville a pick for something. Yeah, oh, I usually end up killing pick. him. Aww. Well, yeah, we bit. Okay. But I think okay. he'd also have fun. Like, do I think we would win? No. But oh. also, oh, we're going for got like this sack of crap with him. So. How far we could go? Well, I don't know. Well, I, I'd be hindering anyone. So yeah, I was gonna say Oliver Wood, oh, but Sean Biggerstaff. <sighs> but he's like, <laughs> well, I'm going character. We're not going actor versus. No, we're going actor. Oh, we're going with the actor. Oh, we're going with the actor. Oh. <laughs> I was going listen. with the character. Yeah, because... Fine, either way. Because <laughs> character-wise, okay, Oliver Wood, character, I think, then. would make us crash and burn because he's so competitive and oh. he would get so into it yeah, that it would be, it like, too much. just too much. So, in that case, I'm going to say Cedric Diggory. Oh, Aww. that's a good one. Yeah. And he's a Hufflepuff, so, you know, he's a good dude. I like hmm. that. I like all of that. All right. Well, now that I know, like, there's a a going for the win and just going to have fun. Am I going to have fun? Maggie Smith. (gasps) Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, Rupert kind of had to play it like, oh, I don't want to do this. But you're getting a golden opportunity, young lad. Secretly, he was so in. Yeah. Yeah. Hand on the hip, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It works really good with the cold. (laughs) You just needed a greater viscosity. Yeah. yeah. Very viscous. <laughs> Today's word is viscous yeah. or viscosity. I'm so sorry, Aaron. 
It's her descriptor at the end, surely. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said that, like, it's not within your control also. You're just like, It might not be anymore. Obviously, someone will pick it. It Obviously. It's the correct choice. This is the earliest we've ever had a descriptor, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Amazing. Take it or leave it. Let's see what else we can think up for Devin. All right. Yep. Um... And, like, if I wanted to take it seriously and go for the gold, I don't know what they win, <laughs> a trophy. They win the gold. Okay. Uh, Emma Watson. Oh, yeah. I think she... She got some bell moves. Yeah. Like she was dancing. Yeah. yeah. But, anyway, I think um, uh, she is very, like, graceful, and I think she would be she would be so modest, but at the same time, like, just completely brilliant at it and just really quite brilliant exactly and i would hold her back she would win on her own well yeah but she might be able to carry me to the top well well i'd be the celebrity in this case then because i'd be terrible and she'd be the professional yeah yeah she'd be the professional dancer who'd be the professional in yours and the celebrity well i'm not good at things well but are you better than sean biggerstaff no how do you know maybe he's duck-footed Maybe. Like Victor Crumb or me. I don't know if Matthew Lewis can dance. I'm pretty sure if it was Neville, I'd be better than him. Huh. The amount of confidence but that boy got, I'm sure he can dance now. Matthew Lewis, I bet he'd be better than me. <laughs> well, so I so have they're two all the answers. professionals. No, I'd be the professional if, if it was character Neville. Oh, okay. I'd be better at dancing gotcha. than character Neville. Sure. I, for me at least, I would have to just be on like a version of nailed it for dancing because <laughs> i don't think either one of us in my case would be good at dancing. well i don't know well there's always someone robert they pattinson's throw in. probably good at I dancing bet robert pattinson yeah. probably right is at least that. a little bit good at dancing at least a little bit like usually actors take dancing yeah as well. they're performers yeah. They, yeah if they're not good at things they can at least act like they are and i'll be like oh this guy <laughs> <laughs> Going there have confidence. Yeah. yeah. It's like we'll just be like sweating bullets and throwing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Makes for great TV, apparently. Yeah, I would just be like um Harry people. drinking the pumpkin juice and it just comes out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's me the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as Robert smiles juice. at you, you're yeah. just like Bleh. <laughs> oh, my juice. My, my juice. <laughs> Put it back in my mouth. <laughs> We're trying hey. our best, Craig. Who else was a good dancer? Filch dances with Fleur. Fleur would probably be good. She basically floats everywhere. For sure. Yeah. Never step on her feet. Oh, man. I missed my chance to say Mrs. Norris. (laughs) You just did that. You just did. Oh, man. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah, Filch was dancing with Miss Norris. That was cute. Oh, apparently Dumbledore is a good dancer. Yeah. He's like waltzing with Madame Maxine. Yeah. And then Fred and Angelina are, like, cutting a swath. I think Fred or George would be the funnest to mm-hmm. actually do the thing with. Like, you would just have a blast. Like, yeah. you wouldn't win anything. No. But you'd do silly stuff and you just giggle the whole and time. And maybe there would be fireworks. And yeah. then maybe at the end, fireworks. You'd get, like, uh, and for a crowd finale, favorite. We all, like, take the, like, puking pastel. <laughs> just <laughs> throw up on the stage. <laughs> That's how uh, I dance. And now it's a variety show. <laughs> it's like there's a splash zone. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad Kate's not here because she hates vomit yep. talk. I think She'd it's be the funniest. Like, oh no, the viscosity. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't need her at all anymore. We, I'm guessing she picked both Fred and George. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was. Tell us who you would point. dance partner with. Yeah. If you know any of them who are actually accomplished dancers, mm. don't pick them. That's cheating. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I bet Maggie Smith has had dance lessons. Yeah. I bet she'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, but I don't know that. I'm just assuming. Shut mm. up, Craig. Pick who you want. Yeah, and then email us. Yeah. For house points. Yeah. Yeah. So for the topic today, we're going to do a character spotlight on Lav Lav. Otherwise known as Lavender Brown. Uh, Okay, so the first thing I saw when reading, it seems like maybe things have updated since we talked about her last. Mm. There's still no update to the books, obviously. Uh, We don't know if she died or not if you take the books as law. Right. Uh, But if you do follow the Harry Potter wiki, Lavender Brown did die from her injuries. I don't know where they're getting that information from. Maybe they're just extrapolating and assuming because a werewolf attack doesn't generally go well when he's not trying to turn someone. So uh, that that could be it. But I don't know. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is very sad. Yeah. I I, I have a big soft spot for her. I don't know why. It's (laughs) just like, okay, so why do people hate her? Like, did you guys hate her when you were reading it for the first time? As no. teenagers, yes. I didn't like her, and well, I, yeah, hates you know, maybe a bit strong. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely didn't hate her. I feel like in general, she's, you know, she's on the good side, and but like, no, I, I was never a huge fan. She's <clears throat> kind of mean to Hermione, like she's mm-hmm. all about that divination, and like obviously just yeah, even before all bright. the one one stuff, she was yeah, like I not the type of character in the book we were supposed to be excited to hear about. Because yeah. it was always negative. Yeah, I don't think JK set her up to be super lovable. I think that is more the actress who played her yeah. later. Um, the movie her, definitely fleshed her out a lot more. Yeah, it made her much more endearing because she was like a very silly idiot. Yeah. And it was just that sort of like lovesick idiocy that you can always find within yourself. And you're like, yeah, sometimes I'm super stupid too. Um, I guess. But so I think that's definitely just like a movie thing though. I don't think there's anything really in the books that is supposed to be very endearing. I don't know. That was just my, I could get along with you, but I don't think we'd be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because Hermione doesn't like her either? Because oh, we that's would only probably part of it. We'd only yeah. really hear about her basically through Hermione. Because the boys, they they never mention her except for like the interpersonal stuff well, between her and well, Hermione. Well, no, but she says stuff for herself that I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. that's stupid. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I haven't read her parts in a really long time, so no, I don't remember. Fair. I think there's a, a similarity between her and Hermione. Like if Lavender hadn't had someone similar to herself in Pavardi. Hmm. then maybe there would have been a stronger connection. But because they had each other, they kind of just went off on their own and were best friends and loved all the same things. Whereas Hermione and Lavender are both like kind of polar opposites, um, but both very passionate about what they like. So I think... I think that's a general Gryffindor thing, though. True. I think that they've got that belly fire. You know, fire like whiskey. A, yeah, like fire whiskey. Yeah, yeah I was gonna gut. say a dragon, but I like what you said better. <laughs> so, like from what you remembered, 
Um, like from the books, like trying to get rid of the movie in your head. Like what was your impression of her? So, okay. Because I didn't read them until I was 20. I remember thinking when I first encountered Harry Potter, like I would have had the first book read to me in grade seven and then probably forgotten about it until the movies came out in grade nine and 10 when I would have seen them. And Mm -hmm. I always thought that Hermione and Harry were going to get together. Mm. And then once the movies kept coming out, it was, they were starting to show like, uh, like that handhold that they do in Prisoner of Azkaban Mm -hmm. between uh, Hermione and Ron. You're like, oh, what? And then I remember hearing people be like, oh, yeah, I guess uh, she's putting them together instead. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. So I was always like, as I was reading through, I'm like, yeah, I guess we're we're rooting for Hermione and Ron in this case. Mm. And um, normally when you like introduce another person for dramatic purposes you're like ah i have feelings about this and i don't like this person but i don't remember her being terribly annoying like i remember feeling frustrated on hermione's behalf because yeah. ron's just so thick and viscous <laughs> <laughs> but uh poor lav lav poor lav lav um but yeah i i just remember it being like silly and angsty and i was yeah. like it'll be over soon <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I, like, I kind of had the same yeah. feeling yeah, but it at didn't, the same time, I was she like, didn't you seem go to have Ron. staying power. So I was no. like, this is just a blip on the radar. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. They'll make out soon. <laughs> I don't think I was ever like, this is the rest of Ron's yeah. life. Yeah. But like, but, if you're like a 12 year old girl and you're like, diehard Hermione true. and Ron, then yeah. you'd be like, who's yeah. that bitch? Yeah. And then yeah. your mom would have to be like, let's talk about the language that's yeah. very damaging towards females. Let's not, you know. That's what your mom would have to be like. She'd yeah. have to. Yeah. And it has no choice. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I never was like, oh, this interloper, curse her. But mm-hmm. it was just more like her, the other things about her that I was never a super big fan. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I have very strong feelings about, like, fortune telling and, and yeah. pseudoscience yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I wasn't even that diehard when I first read it. But, like, her attitude towards divination, like, just blindly loving it and following it, even though... Most of what Trelawney says is garbage. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. she has a few good old prophecies in her, but yeah. few and far between. Mm-hmm. And she gets raspy like Laura for it. <laughs> so raspy. Oh, <laughs> theory that you'll all be viscous later. Oh, God. All prophecies come true, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very yeah, but that's, you that's your own kind of it's like... It's totally my own prejudice. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it definitely colors my but feeling it, about the character. It was sure. the same prejudice as Hermione, but she's going to a school that she didn't know existed for the long, for her entire life to go learn magic. And like, I can levitate this. I can make it disappear. I can change it into a teapot. You can predict the future. Fuck you. You're bullshit. I think <laughs> like she that meme gets chance, that's floats yeah. around a lot and she was doing anthropic that's the word i yeah. can't say right now uh so there's a little bit of fortune telling in that like we, we don't really out. know it's basically it's numerology yeah like the the thing is that's what it's supposed to be but it's just very anti yeah. her character that she would be into it so i feel yeah. like i don't know i, I feel like she would be really more interested sense. in the puzzle yeah of it and, and i'm just playing devil's advocate on that one i completely think that hermione just saw through trelawney who was not on her game all the time yeah because wasn't hermione one of the people who was like Ooh, forensic no she wasn't oh no? lavender was hermione didn't care about forensic at all but mm-hmm. like right 
I think that... Good uh, for her. She learned her lesson after Lockhart. Yeah. See, that's, like, Hermione's dumb thing. And I think that maybe that True. really galvanized her against, like, frauds and stuff. Because yeah. she's like, yeah, I'm she's not going to look very like a fool anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, like... It'd be pretty embarrassing if you had, like, a crush on, like, this weird older teacher all year and then they try to kill your friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's what like... What a bummer. <laughs> my face is red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get too much worse than that as yeah. far as, like, misplaced crushes. Yeah. It's not good. Mm-hmm. She I learned mean... her lesson. Yeah. So, um, there is a, uh, etymology, um, for her name. Uh, on the fandom wiki. They're both colors. They are both colors. Yeah, it's Very like... good, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's an artiste. <laughs> this is what she knows. I um, have those yeah. pencil crayons. They're both flowers. That's that's literally the last sentence in here. <laughs> it was like, lavender is a color, and her last name brown, which is also a color. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Wiki. Thank you. Well, you know, I guess some people don't know. So it says lavender is a type of flower as well as um, the name for a pale shade of purple. Um, In flower symbolism, the lavender can symbolize affection, cleansing, or concealment. Uh, The ancient Romans used to use lavender to scent their baths, and that's where the uh, verb lave comes from, like which means to wash in French. Um, It's also like a a Latin verb, so it's probably in all the uh, romantic languages. Um, And that's pretty much it. So one of the main, I guess, controversies around Lavender, I guess other than if she died in the Battle of Hogwarts or not, um, was that she was originally cast, there was two different actresses cast as her for the first uh, three films, um, and they were like uncredited, and yeah. both the first two actresses were black, and oh. then... Yeah, they were um, both extras. Jesse Cave. Yeah, they're they're yeah. like credited extras. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they didn't have speaking parts. Which you oh, get a good upgrade a for, I think if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken but yeah no lines so yeah, yeah. i i was reading it that does as have well. a lot of criticism um apparently when they were doing the casting they had many different ethnicities uh reading for lavender brown like it wasn't necessarily i guess a cat like people yeah it wasn't just white people but then again it's still like well it's not it's not doesn't feel great yeah not that she didn't do a good job i think that she was really adorable in that role but it's just one of those things where it's like that's icky though yeah it would have been very nice if they could have diversified the speaking rules a bit more yeah it's it's weird that they they may have just seen jesse and been like you are our lavender you're perfect and that's kind of what i hope it was. I don't, honestly don't think that they thought most people would notice because yeah. um, Lavender did, never had a speaking role before. Yeah. Yeah. And like, to it's be honest, like they were I didn't notice. Crab or um, Goyle or whichever one got changed. I don't know. It would have been awesome if they had had a black actress for Lavender. I think that that would have been nice. We talk about the lack of inclusivity a lot yeah. in the casting. It wasn't all bad, but it could have been better. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's like one of those things where I don't want to be like, oh, you know, she didn't deserve the role or she didn't no, do a yeah, good job. Of course. Yeah. However, people, a lot of other people could have probably performed yeah. that role just as good or better who were well, not also white. Also, like nerds, especially in this fandom, are like hella keen on the continuity. So like if they notice that you had already previously <sighs> well, even uncredited cast mm-hmm. the role with a black actress, like... It's going to come See, up. But yeah, that's like the it's problem, though, up. because a lot of people brush off the criticism by saying that when uh, Lavender and Ron are making out, uh, they're 
hands are everywhere and you can't tell whose hand was whose. Now, if if Ron is like like a ginger white, dark. it's really so trivial that it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what people say. But um, yeah. again, it's like one of those, it's just like a line in the book, like how there's that one line that everyone totes up when they want to like shit on black Hermione is there like there's that one tiny line where Hermione gets scared and her face goes white and it's like it's an expression yeah Yeah. and even if it wasn't it's a tiny tiny little line like characters have been rewritten way more than that for the like in Harry Potter like if you think of all of the things that are like yeah that wasn't in the books that wasn't in the books that wasn't in the books like well, People look very different than their characters a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. It's not that mustache. big of a deal. It really isn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Broadbent is great. Like, JK wrote the books to be about inclusivity and stuff like that, and whether it's a product of the time or what, just showing a more diverse yeah. range in the cast, like... That's such a huge shout out to people who aren't used to seeing someone who looks like them on screen. Yeah. Like, yes, she was uncredited. But if you were that much of a fan, you probably saw Lavender Brown's name come up in the credits yeah. and saw a name beside it. Did or, you look her up? Or blah, even blah, notice blah. that she's the other Gryffindor girl. Yeah. yeah you know? The one. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing on that wiki. I think it was that wiki. Uh, it it says that there are uh, two other girls in the Gryffindor girls yeah, that would make First sense because there were five boys five in the boys, boys and five girls. room. Two unnamed girls. What? That is not true. No. Give them names. No. Hashtag give I... them names. I am against that. Wait, I think it was eight. No, no, no. Five and three. There for sure was not two unnamed girls in the books. Maybe in the That's movies, That's what fine. Wiki says. And that's where movies, I kind of fine. think like, okay, people are wishing things into existence. That's not, it's just not true. Yeah. There's no way that it could possibly be true. Yeah. I refute that. Yeah. That's the hill that I'm going to fight and die on. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Very there good. There were only three Gryffindor girls in that year. Yeah. Love, love. I mean, yeah. Okay. It would have been awesome. Okay. And now that, now that I'm older. Or a bummer. I love her very much. I think she's great. I think she's a very good, like, representation of the different types of girls there are in high school as well Mm -hmm. as in the world and because like we're just following Hermione and Ginny and then you've got Luna as well Mm -hmm. and then like you see a little bit of the the twins um the the girl twins um I think like she wasn't necessarily a bully I know that like her and Hermione didn't really get along but like she's one of those girls that just feels so much at least the movie yeah uh, version of her and in the book to an extent. And I think it's really endearing. I, I like that she included someone like that because like even even if she was framed to be like the girl that you're supposed to dislike, mm-hmm. I don't think it's super successful in that way because she's kind of just like, she's well, a blip. She's, like she's not yeah. really... She's still on their team. In the movie, she yeah. doesn't really serve the purpose that I think that... Well, maybe to. a wee bit. Um, But yeah, I totally take your meaning because I'm glad she's in the books. Yeah. I think that she's a cool yeah. character to have and... Yeah. Like, it makes the world more real and more believable having her in it. Yeah. Um, I don't want her to go away or anything. It was just sort of the idea, like, I bet we wouldn't be buds. Well, she's no, only good yeah. because she's only written well because, like, she's annoying to us. Yeah. She and reminds us of people like, that are like Like, I don't think like I that. would be friends with her either. Like, mm-hmm. especially not at that age. I'd be like, I am not into these things. But I think it's very important to 
be exposed to people who love things that are different than the things that you love. Mm. And especially like being able to work together because they obviously would have had to spend time together in class. They might have had to partner up in potions or herbology or whatever. They shared a room for Yeah, they were roommates. Six years, yeah. And like that it's so important to be able to get along with people that you don't have fundamental agreements with. But have to share a space with. And I'm surly, so it's it's nice to see people out there who are just living their lives shame-free. They're like, I like this thing. I love centaurs, love unicorns, divination's the best. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's really cool. She does yeah. She does yeah. love big. She loves with her whole yeah. dang heart. And that is super cute. And mm. I'm really glad she's there. Like, I think that this sort of goes along with your point. I might just be repeating it, but like, we do that. It's cool. Um, but it's nice to see like a non baddie being feminine. Yeah. Because sort of like her and Parvati are very like stereotypically feminine. Yeah. Or like yeah. classically feminine in a lot of ways. Um, and Hermione's not really like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ginny's not really like that. Uh, Luna even isn't very like that at all. Yeah. Um, Luna's the not only really like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Like well, the when... only people who we see necessarily that are very into those things are people that we're not supposed to super like or supposed to really not like, like Dolores Umbridge or yeah. Fleur Delacour. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Fleur... Not completely, but like enough that she seems. She's alienating. Feminine. Yeah. Yeah. So well, but and so it's nice to see that in someone who's who's different and in, yeah. in yeah. on in Dumbledore's army. Yeah. Even yeah. though like all of them are archetypes, like you could easily find similar characters in other literature and movies and stuff. Each one being so different and to an extent fleshed out gives legitimacy to the rest, because mm-hmm. like people aren't necessarily just fit an archetype and stuff but it, as long as you have a few archetypes going at the same time then it feels way more believable and real yeah because everyone knows somebody who's just like you're yeah. you fit completely in this box yeah mm-hmm. that society has made and isn't that interesting like that's yeah. most people i would say do not or they're like some weird venn diagram of a lot of different stereotypes or archetypes or you know whatever but there's some people where you're just like you're that yeah like this is you it fits you like a fucking t and like that's awesome like you are the girly girl who loves cosmo and has a great time you know unabashedly loves stuff and you're having a good time yeah makes out middle of the common room (laughs) it usually comes out more when you got to defend it as well so Mm -hmm. if you're like a sports girl or a sports guy you're like gonna be super jazzed to talk about it and or maybe go up against someone who isn't into that so then people just overhearing that when you're not the main character then suddenly yeah okay you're the sports guy you're the sports girl you're just true we might not get enough of her to like see all of her many all of her many colors but like and you're you're quite right it lends legitimacy to the other characters who are a little bit more varied or more spread out between different, like, stereotypically archetypal characters. Yeah. That said, I have read some, like, feminist theory applied to the Harry Potter universe, and, I like, I won't get too much into it because it was a while ago that I read it, but um, Hermione's the cool girl because she hangs out with the boys and she's into the things that they're into. So by having the rest of the girls in the series kind of, by contrast, be more feminine, it's in a way, like vilifying them in a strange way not like making them into villains but like 
you're supposed to think less of them because of their girliness in a way and unfortunately a byproduct of the time and well we're more aware of it now we're more accepting of people just being that way but when you have someone like Hermione and you're contrasting them to someone like Lavender Brown you're automatically supposed to think she's less than and it's because of her girlish traits and I'm hoping that it gets better in the future but it is you know kind of a time capsule in a way I'm sorry that whole thing falls apart to me because Hermione is not cool. Yeah, and I have to she, disagree with that central premise. If she premise. is cool, it's from no, the it's, men's yeah, point of it's view. Because it's a book that's written mostly to appeal to young boys. But is it? I think most Harry Potter. I think Potter, she did a really good job. Like, of no, I think J.K. Rowling does out. a very good job of making it inclusive, but it's not perfect. No, by no means is well, it. Well, it's yeah, also written but, in the '90s, and we've talked know? about that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Or at least it was started in the 90s. But like, but like, I also just, I don't think most Harry Potter fans are male. No. No. So I don't think it was written for young no, but boys I think it's a good all. number. But in general, but... when you have a book with two main male characters and there's a girl there and she's not super girly, the reason that like anyone would find her appealing in that lens is As that- As a tomboy. Is because she's more like a boy than a girl. Well, you know? but- yeah, I get that. And she kind of does a uh, hint on that, like in the fourth book when mm. Ron is completely yeah. oblivious. And I think JK does a really good job of like detangling that and yeah. being like, fuck you. But but at the same time, when I was reading it, I always pictured Lavender and Pavardi are the quote unquote cool girls yeah. in Gryffindor. But I think That's you're getting mixed up too. on the like cool thing like i'm not saying cool is in popular i mean cool is in appeals to the boys i I'm, i don't know I'm because i don't like then. i mean i i get where like this article is coming from but i think that to me it doesn't really make sense like when i think of the cool girl cool girl is like a male fantasy character mm-hmm. of a girl who is feminine enough to be appealing but like you know approachable enough that <laughs> You yeah, know, they like the same so things. So young at that point. No, no, I, think I know. That like, develops this is, later. So this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't agree with that yeah. at all as a premise for Hermione versus Lavender. I don't see how that matters. I think that there's there is some sort of like hyper feminine prejudice that J.K. Rowling yeah. has herself. Mm-hmm. She's even talked about it when she talked about the character of Dolores Umbridge, how yeah. she had this person in her life that she truly yeah. hated mm-hmm. and that person was ultra feminine. Yeah. And, and in that way, I feel like that comes out in these ways. Um, yeah, And definitely. it's cool to be like, it's fine to be critical about it and say like, hey, maybe we could do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily like damaging or bad or anything, or it sets up Hermione to be like just this. She's not a male fantasy. First of no. all, she's way too <laughs> fucking bossy. Like the guys don't think she's cool until like you know they like save her life and she's like, okay, I won't turn you in. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they formed like a friendship bond and like that's really the basis of it. Yeah, and I don't think she's meant to be like that stereotypical and, cool and she, girl character at all. No, like, it's not, it doesn't make sense to me. And it is nice that she built a friendship on, like, a, a risk and a kind of a roar, reward not getting in trouble rather than, like, oh, you're pretty, let's hang out with you. Kind well, yeah, of and this is a thing, like, we get blinded because of Emma Watson and how gorgeous yeah. she is. But, like, yeah. Hermione's not supposed to be attractive. 
No, and I don't I don't mean like the cool girl archetype, but like when you have Hermione as the main character and you're contrasting all these other female characters to her. Yeah. Like Hermione's obviously always gonna be at the top. She's one of the trio. Like we've accepted her from the very beginning. That the second that she stood up for them, we're like, no, she's here. And so she's just like automatically in your heart. So like to have any other female characters around, like you can't have them approach that too much. Like Ginny gets True. very, very close, but like you have all these other girls that are there and like they don't get as much FaceTime, obviously. No. But like if you were there in that world and you had all these choices to make, like and the only information you had was like from this book, you'd be like, no, I want Hermione on my side. You know, like she's she's my main bitch. Yeah. And I th- I think it does vilify Lavender and I'd say to a lesser extent Pavardi at some points, but they're never that big of an issue mm-hmm. to truly be like villains. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're seen in kind of a negative light from the trio, which could also be JK prejudice coming out. But at the same time, they're still at the end of the day good. Well, yeah, they're they're never villains. What I mean is I'm just tired at this point in time of people taking someone like Lavender Brown just who loves big and et cetera, et cetera, and being like, this is why you suck, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, it's tiring that like women can't just be girly if they want to. Now we're at this point where we're like, can't everyone just be who they are? Yeah. And that's basically my sloppy argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah. Well, it is very interesting. Like in this, like might also be my own prejudice that I sort of grew up with. But like, I liked a lot of girly stuff, but at the <laughs> same time, like going to school, my classes were like mostly boys. Yeah. Like I went to a very small school. The boys outnumbered the girls five to one. <laughs> hey, ladies. So, <laughs> there, I mean, there was just, yeah, there's so many men up there. Sausage party. It was, it was a, it, that's gross. It was like <laughs> elementary school. But like um, growing up, like I definitely wanted to be like accepted by the boys. Yeah. And I would reject a lot of feminine things. And it wasn't until like, high school where I sort of came back around to it and I'm like, all right, I like this stuff again. I had a very long time accepting pink in my life and mm-hmm. now I like really enjoy it. That that being said, like it it might be some of my own prejudice, but also like I don't want to make her sound like this weird beacon of like femininity though because like I feel like a lot of the things that she does and likes are negative stereotypes of women mm-hmm. in that she's very illogical yeah and mm-hmm. like in you very know there's emotional. like shit like that where i'm like yeah like, let's not make her like our guide to femininity like she's yeah. got a lot of characteristics that are like neutral or good and feminine yeah which is like how much she loves and like her enthusiasm is very endearing and she's obviously like very social and mm-hmm. that's good too but there's also a lot of negative stereotypes about femininity that I'm like, you know what? It's okay to say that that's shit. Yeah. It's okay mm-hmm. to say like, yeah, you shouldn't aspire to this, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is, also. there are people out there who are just that way. And True. Yeah. There are people but who I think are it's much, too. A, a exactly, much lesser yeah. <laughs> number than what popular culture would make you think. Yeah. But uh, yeah. going back to like, just like, I think, a ray of hope. Um, <laughs> we We grew up in... Uh, the 90s as well and even though we'd progressed a lot I think we grew up in a very similar way to our parents where 
guys are still having to be guys. Girls mm-hmm. can like uh, girly things. But guys can't but, like girly things. But you can also be a tomboy and like guy things. Mm-hmm. Guys are very rigidly like against yeah. the girly things. And I think that's changing now where it's still always going to be a big separation between like super masculine guys. that uh, It's not going away. Mm-hmm. And just more open guys and uh, males that can like whatever they want to like and that'll hopefully influence everyone else and then everyone can just be who they want to be and it's all because of ron weasley's dress robes exactly frills (laughs) fringe Fringe. you want to wear frills you wear frills fringe for the whinge (laughs) (laughs) i like it (laughs) good uh, Katie Craig French Power. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ruin it soon. Oh come on, why? You don't have to. But that's your your moment of zen. No, I think things are getting better in that. I think aspect. things are getting better. Absolutely, I think that obviously, like the people who are moms and dads now are more progressive than mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. ever been. And a lot of them are and, nerds, and, and I love it. A lot of yeah. them. Um, Some of you. Yes. <laughs> Um, and you know, they're teaching their kids like more progressive things like, Hey, you know what? Gender doesn't mean that you can't like certain things or whatever. Um, wear pink if you want to Not everybody, you know, does that obviously, but like more than ever before, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Read your kids Harry Potter. They'll turn out great. They'll just figure it out on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lavender Brown. She's talking about her, right? Yeah. Nah, she's cool. She'll come up again, I'm sure. It was was all because of her, and that's why we're here. Do you think she's a good kisser? No. But I don't think Ron is either. No. I think they're both trying to figure it out. Oh, like two guppies? When I read it, I completely pictured my first kiss. In a good way. Not in a good way. (laughs) Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a situation similar to, like, anything that lavender went through or Braun or harry even extending it to like cho chang and extending it to cho chang what do you mean? well just like uh like a triangle relationship oh that sort of thing i mean i don't think so no no i mean but i definitely have had sloppy drunk public makeouts oh i saw one yeah i mean (laughs) pretty much this whole friendship group has Witness my lavender moments in that bit. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call them that from now on. Lavender moments. <laughs> I had a lavender moment last night. Uh, At least you didn't give him any jewelry that says... One one? Love love? One one or love... Doesn't it say something else, though? It says, like, my sweetheart? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah it's That's like really adorable. What? <laughs> Give it to a teenage uh, boy. Yeah, give it no. to a teenage anything. Like you, you yeah. don't. Please don't do that if you're a teenager. It's not unless a it's idea. a joke. Unless you know and that you the other person is like 100 percent in, which you never know when you're a teenager. But like, yeah, because you know, you like as an adult, like that's really cute. That's like no <laughs> toddlers, maybe. Aww. They're not like dexterous if, enough to make a friendship bracelet. Well, you know, it's just the parents dexterous. behind it anyway. Well, that's so. weird then. No, it's just... That's like egging them on. <laughs> but, like, I think it's sweet. 
I think it's just one of those like dumb things that seems yeah. like a very good idea when you tell your best friend yeah. Parvati that you're gonna <laughs> yeah. do it. Like I'm super then, embarrassed for her. Yeah, like, like that's it's just crazy embarrassing. Just like, yeah. And then your shoulders go up and you can't really. Like, but like you know it. that she was also like, oh my god, do it. That's so good. He's no, Parvati would have been like super uh, th- in, like a hundred percent in. Mm. I, I I highly doubt she conferred. She would have been like ready to tell her when she if got back. If they had over cell Christmas, phones, she probably oh, yeah, would have been calling definitely. her the whole time. Being well, like, I'm sure they were like sending it? owls back and forth, and she was like, "I just bought the best thing for one one." And Pavardi's just like, "I'm burning the letter now," because she was sick of it too. <laughs> yeah, she got a little tired of and, it, and she, she hung out with Harry for a little bit, just being like, yeah. "Oh my god, my friends are gross." Yeah, yeah. They're okay, have you moments. ever been in that situation? Yeah. 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 That's a little more. Yeah, I have for yeah. sure. I yeah. mean, it's always you're here. I'm here right now. Ugh. Oh God, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> My two friends are being gross. <laughs> We're sitting a meter apart. Oh gosh, yeah. but the yet tension, the viscosity. You guys. guys! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't no. say that around me. <laughs> you said it like forty times. It meant something. It's different like nails then. on a chalkboard. It's fine if you do it yourself. It's I mean, true. it still That's sucks, but annoying. it's least annoying for you. Yeah. Um, any oh, other thoughts of? Or, yeah. Yeah, lavender. lavender. Yeah. yeah. If anybody out there is like, I love lav. You love lav. Yeah. Love laugh life. I don't know. What's <laughs> that stupid sign say? Live yeah. love laugh. Live love lav. Lav lav lav. Lav lav lav. Lav lav lav. We'll figure it out by the yeah. end of the yeah. episode. And and just to reiterate, she's not my favorite character. And I don't, I'm not like a super huge fan. Mm-hmm. No. I just think it's great that she's there. No, it's yeah. good to have like. Yeah. And I'm glad they defenders. took the liberties uh, in the movie. Like they obviously took it from the like sweetheart necklace and stuff like that. Yeah. And say, we can have some fun with her. Yeah. And I think although she is cringeworthy, it was a good addition. Yeah, absolutely. I think she, like, as we said with Percy, like, the story's better for having her in it. Yeah. And the movie was way better for having her in it. You Just know? like your life. Oh, my God, her breathing on the train oh. and then drawing the heart. Yeah. Like, that was so yeah. extra. It was. <laughs> I love it it's so a much. lot. It's an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah. Always laugh a Weasley. <laughs> that's our high note. Let's stop. Yeah. Like, that's that's a good episode title, too. Craig has never looked more terrified at me before. Oh, I thought I didn't. Twelve years of friendship. I didn't understand you were saying Castaway. I thought that was your uh, Slytherin like. Oh no no no! Song. Well, the lucky listeners get two songs from me today. (laughs) Uh, For Castaway today, we have a lovely Canadian actress. Oh, Uh, she plays multiple different roles in the same show if ah! you've seen orphan black then you will know tatiana maslany uh yes i've only seen four episodes please don't spoil it nobody okay. write in oh wait you're talking to us <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not gonna do it i never would i actually haven't seen the ending of it yet ah. um but i really really like it it's such a good show and christian brun is in it and he's awesome as yeah. well uh but tatiana Maslany, I know I don't know how to say her last name, but she's amazing. She's like so good. 
when like we had to do a lot of stuff with her at uh where i work and when inner space was still a thing they were always like over the moon with her and she's such a a good down-to-earth person especially in interviews which i've seen a lot of behind the scenes for and i haven't even seen the show yet but i've seen so many like clips and Mm. it's it's kind it's very impressive to see especially in that show i don't know if she's done anything else um she's done like a few movies um she was in like two episodes of parks and rec okay um she was like, she got her start in doing improv. She's on, like, I listened to a Spontanea Nation with her on there. There's some of Christian Bruin as well. I think there's two with him in it. Um, Is Christian Bruin the guy that was in Tessa's movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Name drop. And he's also in uh, the first episode of the playcast uh, that Devin right. Highland did. Um, so he's in Diane, Please, which is so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I listened to it again the other... Like, if you guys haven't listen to the playcast um there's only like four episodes i think they're like live readings of plays that they wrote in i think a month and then yeah. they do with this amazing cast of like and Katie uh, local is heavily featured in the laugh track yeah yes. you recognize this guy <laughs> <laughs> i we were all there for a couple liked it. <laughs> i laugh the loudest though um but yeah it's really good um Shout out to the playcast. Very mm-hmm. super talented. Funny. Yeah. Very talented. Voice work. But yeah, Tatiana Maslany is so good and so funny and yeah. so she gifted. Plays how many yeah. characters in Orphan Black? Honestly, every well, single episode. Spoilers. I've only seen four now, but like oh, okay. every episode, there's a new one of her, and yeah. it's getting very funny because uh, you'll be like. There's a super dramatic moment happening. And you're like, oh my god, what's it going to be? And then like someone will like take their hood off, and I'm like, it's Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> I, I, another one. I'm really looking forward to when you get like a little deeper in the show and really get into the story, and mm. you just you'll probably at some point forget. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, that. The, well, honestly, that even just introducing them, like they're very obviously different characters and yeah. like usually when you they have that different. double take thing happening in like yeah. especially a tv show like even when when they did it in buffy they just did like evil willow as yeah, a vampire it was very obvious like, yeah and like you could tell it was very campy and that's oh, more joss whedon's style but this is like well done yeah well, they're and, both they're all yeah. like fully fleshed out characters yeah. and it's they so have their impressive. own like like idiosyncrasies and like weird little like ticks and things yeah they're just like they're different people yeah. and like and I totally different forget. accents yeah the yeah. accents what the fuck mm-hmm. how and does one well. person do that mm-hmm. yeah well she's very talented and uh nothing against how talented she is but they also shoot it very well absolutely yeah. um, and it's all the toronto it's, they it's actually name seamless. drop they're like oh that happened in parkdale and i'm like yeah. i don't know where that is and then they're like oh <laughs> we're going to scarborough and i'm like mm, been there Feel ya. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, so uh, with such a talented actress, we've had many before, but Mm -hmm. uh, someone homegrown, where would she go in the the Harry Potter world? It's almost like impossible to think of someone she couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she's just, she's so cool. The first thing that came to mind, and this might be because she plays so many different characters, is Tonks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, she's a metamorph Magus, and so is Tatiana Baslani. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works. It's kind of yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like and like, the girl that they cast for Tonks has the same accent that the main Tatiana Maslany has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I think um, Tonks might be a... Or maybe... She's northern, I believe. She's a bit northern. Yeah. I don't. I don't think... 
I don't know my dialects very well, but no. I, I just... She's supposed to be more cockney, Whenever anyone says Lolf, really I'm just Wolf. like, they're, they're northern. They're northern, right? <laughs> I love it. I just... I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We love. Well, you're I don't know. not but from like, the north, though. I'm not going to try You're from it. the south. Yeah. Guess so. Um, but, like, I could also see her playing a fucking bomb-ass Rita Skeeter. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could see her playing Fleur de la Cour. Like, mm-hmm. she would be insane. I think <laughs> be Luna so would be good. good, too. Oh, Luna. Because I don't know if that character has been introduced yet, but there's one that's kind of, like, spacey. As far as I've seen, like, I haven't watched any episodes, but just through the clips that mm. she's very, like, out there. Mm. Would it be too weird for um, Giant Lady... Madame Maxim? Yeah, Madame Maxim. No, I think that'd be dope. I feel like it'd yeah. be really fun. Just make like her she's giant. Still a she's little so bit young, tiny. Because mm-hmm. I think Madame Maxime was supposed to be more like venerable and like older. Yeah. yeah. But like at the same time. But if they did a young I just Madame Maxime, play everything. Just a little personal tidbit. I used to work at the special effects studio that did Orphan Black, and every day going to work, there is a full. Um, body model of a like autopsy tatiana Maslany. <laughs> so that's what i walk by every day <laughs> oh my gosh into work huh. there was a bunch of other nice. stuff there's yeah. like a bunch of i, I wonder who gets to keep that been very rubber. strange for her to see <laughs> yeah yeah it probably is really weird to see a dummy of you that's all cut up and your organs everywhere yeah i always think about weird. that just like in funerals in shows and movies like do the people who like died in the show watch that episode like yeah Yeah. it's gonna be odd that's super odd to be like that's me in a coffin yeah Yeah. or like if you're just doing that thing where you're holding your breath for the shot like that must be really uncomfortable knowing that like at any moment a crew member could just go (laughs) and close it yeah (laughs) well and people are like crying and you feel like Oh, they're crying. They miss me. Oh, but they're acting. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> or maybe they're laughing because they're like, that's not believable. Yeah. Man. Here's a curveball. Yeah. But I think it's... I've got one, too. Maybe it's the same one. Bellatrix? No. Yeah. Uh, I but think she'd be similar. a really good Bellatrix. Yeah. She can play, like, pretty crazy, mm-hmm. pretty well. And that and means yeah. you could just double cast her as um, Narcissa as well. Oh my god, this yeah. would be perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. She and could be Bellatrix and Narcissa. Yeah, and Andromeda. Andromeda. Oh and Draco. <laughs> yes. She's very small. She is a very just tape small her tits down. Lady. Give her a robe. She's good to go. She's good to go. Hmm. Yeah. Draco. Draco. Uh, mine was casting. if we got uh, like a lot more in the flashbacks, Merope. Yep. Hundred yeah. percent. She, it's so, she, like I said, it's so plays, hard to think of something she couldn't play. Yeah. She plays distressed and like all, all the very like intense acting, not scenes, but like emotions that actors either kind of like suck at or, oh, you notice when someone does it well because it's very like very believable obviously and acting like, or whatever, but like, well, yeah, some, a lot of the times yeah, it's kind of like, but she well, just you're trying, it. but you're not quite there. Whereas she gives like, 110 percent yeah she's so good seems to nail it yeah i love this one this is so good good. i'm so excited to feel happy i've thought about it like multiple times and then i just don't write it down yeah 
Yeah, she true. could be whatever she wants, but I I'll love the idea that. of her being the black sisters, like, yeah. or at least Bellatrix and Andromeda. Like, it makes so much sense. And, and I mean, Tonks so is nice. related, so just triple cast, whatever. Triple cast. Save some money. Quadruple. <laughs> Save some money. With Andromeda as well. <laughs> oh, just a bunch of wigs. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I want to see an all Tatiana Maslany reboot of Harry Potter. <laughs> I think that would be she great. She is everyone, especially yeah. Hagrid. Yeah. But especially, but especially and how easily it would be to just like just slip in and just be like, oh, I'm invested. I, I don't notice it anymore. Oh, my God. I hope she's a really big Harry Potter nerd and that she would actually be slightly game to do that. <laughs> like even just in her own garage or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> goodness. Yes, yeah. please. This is perfect. Yeah. JK. <laughs> Tatiana. We'll, uh, we'll tweet the segment at her. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Give us a listen. <laughs> give us a listen then. Love, love, love. So now it is time for characters from other shows that are in Slytherin. See, I'm not sure anymore. Waiting to see. I'm just gonna assume you made it up. Yeah, I made it up. Yeah, okay. I tried to get, like go away from my my classic <coughs> making it up sort of yeah. way, so I really wanted to trick you. And throw, it kind of worked. Throw a curveball. Um, I, I know how lazy you are. You <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. So, I have seen the show, but I truly forget what the intro music sounds like. Anyway, so, uh, this is a suggestion that comes from Rachel Ann. Um, excellent middle name, by the way. Please don't steal my identity. Mm. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> one of middle names. Yeah. That's, one that's of how you got to phrase it. Several. <laughs> wink. <laughs> you don't say wink when you wink at someone, Katie. Wink. We've been through this. I do all the time. Uh, so this is uh, Eleanor from The Good Place. That is the suggestion from Rachel. And I really, really like it. She sent us many and they're super like she gave us a million clips and there's lots so rachel i'm gonna come back to you you're gonna get many a point which has uh, slytherin all right ah. yes well done well done slytherin well done slytherin <laughs> all right so uh rachel says um i've been really pleasantly surprised by the show it's a really fun comedy i really liked it too i wasn't sure but i enjoyed it um she says I honestly thought it looked pretty dumb from the trailers, but ended up checking it out at some point when I had nothing else to watch. The main character, Eleanor, is definitely a Slytherin. Um, that's portrayed by Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Um, she does have some great significant character development throughout the show, but at the start, she basically represents all the stereotypical negative qualities of a Slytherin. She's selfish. She's very cunning, um, which can be a good thing when she uses it for the right purposes. Uh, she loves to find a way to get around the rules. Again, it's more of a way, more the way that she uses this talent that makes it bad. But she's also really smart, but lazy, except when she's motivated to achieve something. It's really cool throughout the two seasons so far to see how she starts to use some of these traits for more, quote, good causes. Um as she works on herself and becomes a better person. She also never had anyone that she really cared enough about to show loyalty, and I think that's something that can make a big difference in Slytherins, whether or not they go bad or evil. Um, I like that point, point. I think that's fairly true. If you never feel like anyone's on your side, then you're never really going to show anybody loyalty, because, mm -hmm. you know, especially Slytherins, they make people work for it, and if nobody ever works for it, it's like, well, then nobody deserves it, and I'm not going to mm. even try with that. Hmm. Um, 
Uh, on the show, she becomes very close with a small group of friends who become like family, and she starts to become much less selfish, uh, selfish as her Slytherin loyalty and protective instinct come out, and she puts her friends' needs above of, uh, ahead of her own. As she makes this change, she goes through great, to great lengths uh, to protect her group and saves the lives, their lives multiple times. She always finds creative and out-of-the-box ways to solve problems and get out of trouble. So hmm. here are some clips Please help me, man. I swear I am worth it. Tell me one fact that you know about me. We spent the whole day together. You must remember something. What country am I from? Uh, is it racist if I say Africa? Yes, and Africa is not a country. I am from Senegal. Do I have any siblings? Where did I go to college? Trick question, you didn't. I was literally a college professor. Do you not remember one single thing about me? Dude, things have been nuts around here. I bet you don't know anything about me. You were born in Phoenix. You went to school in Tempe. You're an only child. Your favorite show is something called The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And your favorite book is Kendall Jenner's Instagram feed. How did you know all that? Because you are constantly talking about yourself. You are the most self-obsessed person I've ever met. You should see Kendall Jenner's Instagram feed. Hey, this is my fear about you, Eleanor. You are too selfish to ever be a good person. Trust me, don't trust me. It doesn't matter. We're running out of time and I'm your only option. We're running out of time and I am your only option? A lot of guys your age said that to me just as the bar was about to close, but I never settled for them because my ex-boyfriend lived nearby, he was obsessed with me, and he never slept because he was addicted to Adderall. There is always another option. You guys do whatever you want. I'm out. Now, the average point total for a resident here is roughly 1.2 million. Right now, based on everything that you did on Earth, you have negative 4,008. That's not great, but I'm going to do nice things for every goober in this place until my point total is so high, I can rub it in all their smug faces. You just lost five points. Back soon. Bye. Hey, hey, be careful, okay? Be careful? Yeah. Oh, Eleanor, are you worried about me? Yeah, I'm worried. I mean, because you're our ticket out of here, genius. Don't go getting all goopy on me. Don't worry about them. I'll be fine. I, I didn't oh, I know that this. that was the premise for that show. That makes it yeah, entirely it's more interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually like a, a fun show. I really enjoyed it. I, I ha or is it just one season or something out right now? I think now? there's two seasons. Okay. I've only seen the one though, so I haven't seen season two yet. Um, but I have a little Netflix, bit of disbelief towards Kristen Bell in that role, though. Like she herself, in uh, everything else I've seen her in, like I don't really see her as a well, the first Slytherin. Thing, the but... first um, thing I really saw her in that. I knew it was her was uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall yeah. probably. So she's like, she's kind of. She's always a Slytherin to me. Yeah. Like Veronica Mars, Slytherin. Um, what's I could the, say so. What's that consultant show that she's on with Don oh, Cheadle? Oh, yes, of course. They're uh, all Slytherins. For sure. Uh, yeah. House of Lies. House of Lies, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, she's such a shark in that. It's great. Huh. Yeah, she is. That's true. Um, well, that movie with Kelsey Grammer? Oh, my God, that was it was basically an ad for the Royal Caribbean, but it's on Netflix. I think it's called um, 
like father or something yeah, like that. Something really? Like that. It's it, kind of adorable. It's it's oh, not great. Not great. But, but yeah. I love her. It's just Kristen Bell and Kelsey Grammer hanging out on a cruise ship for yeah. like an hour and a half. It's Their great. stuff is great. <laughs> they're they're they work very well together. Um but that Yeah, movie. it was it was a little bit too Ooh. much product placement. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, well, when your set's the entire product placement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. But, yeah. For sure. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I could definitely, like, I mean, obviously I have seen that, uh, or at least uh, one season of that show. And I think that she's she's a great Slytherin. And, and like Rachel said, like, she starts off super stereotypical. But, mm-hmm. like, I think that, yeah, she does go through a journey. And then you can see, like, through flashbacks of her life, like, what her life was like and perhaps not why she's that person because there's a lot of people who you know are born into situations and whatever that don't end up being very selfish or anything like that like that's Mm -hmm. not the norm but at the same time you can see that that sort of personality in that sort of situation would uh end up being like this yeah it just kind of like not everybody is born with equal ways of coping with things and yeah i think that she She's definitely a great Slytherin. And also funny. Like, she Mm. is super funny. And, like, she's maybe one of those people who's, like, I don't know. We'd say maybe, like, typically, like, low class or low brow or that kind of, like, sort of um, pop culture loving person. I mean, I like pop culture, too. I love it, actually. But, like, she's that sort of person. And it's nice to see her. The character or Kristen Bell? No, the character. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know Kristen Bell. Yeah. She seems cute. <laughs> she seems fun. I don't know her. Um, yet. Really likes sloths. Yet. So optimistic. Likes what? Sloths. Oh, yeah. She does really love sloths. Oh, my God. Who doesn't? God. There's like a clip of her crying because her husband brought her a sloth on her birthday and Aww. she's like hysterically she crying. She didn't even see it. Yeah. She, he was just like, I have a surprise. She's like, oh, my God, is it a sloth? And then she fucking loses her mind. It's so cute. It's adorable. What if it wasn't a sloth? And then she did it know. again on Ellen when she was talking to Ellen about the time that that happened. <laughs> she, and then Ellen was like, oh, well, I have a... And she's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, happening Ellen. again. Yeah. What can I do? What yeah. can I do? Um, no, but, like, it's nice to see her. And especially as, like, a representation of Slytherin because you think of it more as, like... A very like high society sort of um, house because they're mm-hmm. all about like oh purebred and you know they've got their ambition, but um, it's nice to see that it's just a little bit more inclusive. I don't know. I like her. Hmm. I like her character. She's like she's like fun and funny, and she's not a great person, but that's sort of the whole premise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that's a great recommendation. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. Yep. Super awesome. Love it. Check Love out it. that 100%. show too. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. All right. Mary Boff kill time. Uh, the suggestion this episode comes from Alice Clifton. Yeah. Uh, who is a Gryffindor. She killing it. Yeah. Sent us some, some good stuff. Thank you, Alice. Super good. Uh, and for today, it is magical public transportation. Yeah. That is the theme. So we have the Trolley Witch, Stan Shunpike, and Ernie Pang. Prang. Prang. I keep saying, <laughs> want to say Pang. I don't know why. He's Pang and Fur. Uh, and, <laughs> and I guess a twist, we could use the Cursed Child version of the Trolley no! Witch. No, come on. 
come on. I was just going to clarify. I'm like, we're not, we're not doing that, right? Why do we have to do that? I say we leave it up to Laura. Oh, I wasn't even, it doesn't affect my choice. All right. I'm going to marry her. Oh. Even if she's the, tr- the, the grenade throwing octopus. Yeah, armed. it's a little spice. Okay. <laughs> my woman's spicy. Okay. What do you want? I like to eat things that are also explosive. Yeah, I don't know. I I would like to take the lot. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I'll kill Ernie. Uh, he seems old. I don't know. He's lived a good life. I don't know him. And I guess I'll we'll buff the other one. Stan. <laughs> yeah, that one. Good job, Laura. I, Sorry, I'm hanging done. in here, guys. I'm so okay. sick. <laughs> you did your part. If you want yeah. to go to bed now, that's okay. Okay. You can. It, you've you've done your duty yeah. way more than. Hang up your gloves. Yeah. Cool. Slugger. I was gonna say here. You do what you gotta do. <laughs> Gregory, do you have one? Okay, I would marry Stan because uh, he's the most, like, I know the most about him. He's He's been in trouble with the law, but I think I could change him. Mm. Yeah, that's about it for him because that's, we don't know much. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, boff Ernie because just going off the movie, he's got his little buddy decoration up there so so he's he's good with a little head oh. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> your face was priceless oh my goodness you did not know where that was going no i didn't and i was like what on earth could he be talking about and then you said it and i was like just the way you said it, so nonchalantly, whereas usually you do more of a face when you're doing, like, a funny joke. Um, I was not prepared for that at all. But honestly, that's a super good joke. Thank you. I think it's Getting good. positivity on this side and not on this side. Hey, you're funny. doing her best. All right. Uh, <laughs> Laura's half dying, but she's... In it. And that unfortunately means that. Uh, That's really funny, I, Greg. I'm killing the trolley witch. <laughs> and I'm choosing the cursed child version. So that's the only way oh. I can get away with it. She that. still has treats. Yeah, but. Sure, she's just a little like, weird if you try to leave. I yeah. guess so. Alright, so mine is going to be. Uh, I will boff Ernie Prang. Why, Katie? Because he's good with a little head. Oh. Uh, uh, no, it, like, I don't know. I just think that it'd probably be weird and kind of fun. Hmm. Well, he's a very good he driver. He put the squeeze on you. Yeah. He could take you for a That's ride. Quote, right? Yeah. I'll ride him. He's got beds in his bus. I don't know. This is true. <laughs> when yeah. this bus are rocking, don't come a knocking. Yeah. The night Good one. <laughs> bus. Um, but yeah, I think I would buff him because why not? It's more of like my other choices inform that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to marry the trolley witch because I do want all the candy. She seems fun yeah. and I like that she has a job where she works twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not subscribe to the Cursed Child version where she's some weird demon 
hologram monster. Forever. I don't know. It's like super odd. I don't yeah. I don't like it at all. Um and I want the candy to just be candy. Just please let the candy be candy. Yeah, don't ruin candy. I don't want it to explode. That's like the <laughs> I I'm eating it. I'm putting it into my tum tum. Like she's totally just good at configurations. She's changing anything into a bomb. She just happens to have cauldron cakes. I guess if that's the case, then that's fine. But is it? She's throwing it at students. Okay, it's not that fun. <laughs> just the cursed child is so stupid. Yes, yeah, I just the let her just be an old lady who has like a a job where she hands out candy to like little kids. Isn't that the dream? Don't we Should all be. wish that we could be that when we're 80 or, you know, immortal or whatever? <laughs> um, that would be awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to marry her and she's going to make me cauldron cakes because I bet that she makes them herself. Huh. That's mm-hmm. my idea. Um, and I'm going to kill Stan Shenpike because yeah. uh, he's not great. You know, he's sort of a... He's definitely a gossip, and mm-hmm. he's not super smart, um, and he's, like, trying to tell the Vila that he made a broom that goes to Jupiter. But what a liar. what if he did? He did. How do you know that? Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can say with confidence that he didn't. If he did, he'd be fairly rich, I think. So, yeah. I mean, also, not that he necessarily had a choice, like, Harry thinks he's imperialist and everything, which means that he really didn't have a choice. But, like, out of those three, he's the one who was with the Death Eaters. Like I well, said, he was not, just in not a that bar, he has a right? choice. And no, he was trying he was, to talk uh, up someone? No, he was in, uh, when they leave Privet Jive and they're flying around oh yeah he's yeah, on the broom right. and he's the one who says that's the real harry yeah i thought harry you meant when they put him in prison oh um, no i mean yeah that's yeah, when he was just chatting Rufus up Scrimger, in a bar or yeah something. yeah he he imprisons him falsely which yeah. super sucks but i mean out of the three that's not a great i don't know <laughs> not a great feels <laughs> i don't necessarily want to hang out with him I have nothing against Ernie. Nothing against the trolley witch. She brings candy. She's my favorite. And Ernie would be fun in the sack for some reason. <laughs> He's got a lot of sacks. He's probably good with a stick shift, too. All right. It's done. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, the I, Expanse is great. Yeah. Yeah. The that's, Expanse is great. And that's picture, probably where I'm going to start the outro from. <laughs> Is it true? Yeah. Yay! Uh, but yeah, uh, The Expanse is good. Uh, if you're going to be at the uh, Transfigured Town in Blythe yeah. this coming weekend. Email us. We, well. Test us? By no, the time they do that. <laughs> don't know our numbers. <laughs> no, but like. You'll probably uh, see us wandering around. I might be in a newt costume. We may be, co- be costumed. Yeah, maybe. I haven't yeah. decided yet. But we'll at least have uh, our little. Bring out my idea for a Marietta costume. Yes. I've been thinking about That'd it for be so good. long. I still want to do that photo. Yeah, like all I need is a wee bit of gelatin and like a curling iron. And it's Yeah, fine. that'd be great. You know? So if you do see it. a, a <laughs> Marietta, it might be me. If you see a sneak. Yes. Sneak. Feel free to come up and say hi. Absolutely. We're very approachable. Um, when we know that you already like us and are not afraid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be awkward no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
We're more afraid of you than you are of us. Yeah, we're yeah. like spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks. There's not and as many sharks. of us, though. No. There's way more spiders than there are of us. There yeah. are only three right now. And in Blythe. Craig is looking at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. In a way that I deserve. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just started listening to this podcast that is very nice, and you guys might like it, but certainly some of you out there may like it. Um, it's uh, a sort of historical podcast that's all about the history of the English language. The, so hmm. they start in like um, the Proto-Indo-European language that like Latin and Sanskrit and all these other like super old languages were derived from. So, hmm. and it talks about like who they were and they find this out because of the sort of the words that they have. Like, it's super, super cool. I'm like huh. about 10 episodes into it. Yeah. They're super short episodes. Really, really good. Um, it's called the History of English Podcast. And it's a lot of fun. If you hmm. like linguistics, if you like learning about like history, like it's just super, super cool. And uh, yeah, I like it. Hmm. I really like it. That's and it, like, an interesting concept. Yeah. For a podcast. Yeah, it is really cool. It's really cool so far. I mean, there's like, it's got a million episodes, so uh, there's a lot to learn, but um, it's really cool. I really, really like it. Ah, found it. 122 episodes? I think so. It's wow. been on for like seven years or something. Wow. Wicked. I'm so excited. I have a coworker who would love this. There were yeah? podcasts before ours? You wouldn't think so. <laughs> but we didn't start this trend. Yeah, super, super a fan. Love it. Very nice. Also, I finished the second season of In the Dark. And oh, that man. was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Laura got me onto that. Crime solving podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a true crime podcast. It's true crime. It's not crime solving. It's crime dissecting. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's very, very or good. Post crime dissecting. Post crime mm -hmm. dissecting. Yeah. So we're going to have a great time. We may record some things maybe and yeah. release them to yeah. patreon we'll see how the weekend goes yeah um i doubt we'll get a bonnie Wright exclusive because i really think they're trying that. to stop that yeah. but yeah. Uh, we'll see what we can do yeah, yeah. i mean she's just there to have fun like i really don't want to bother her like you know yeah. i've been i've been like it's kind working of cute in the back she's of my head coming to like this this tiny little canadian town like yeah it's super random but like that's kind of fucking cool. And, like, the last time we went, the Quidditch was so amazing. Like, I just really want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Like, that I really, really want to watch that. It was awesome. I keep thinking of, like, questions that I'd like to ask her. But everything I keep going over, like, someone's probably going to ask that. I kind of want to ask her about, like, beyond Harry Potter. Like, uh, her directing or working with Greenpeace or something like that. And I think she'd be more interested in talking about that as well because she's going to have to talk about Harry Potter for the whole friggin' weekend. Well, day. She's only there this Sunday. But... Slash rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... She's it's only a wildly popular thing that she's been in. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she's always going to get questions about it. However, I do know what you mean. Like, you don't want to ask the things that everyone else asks because it's like, yeah. well, these are 
questions that they, I'm sure they've answered like literally a hundred times or more. Yeah. It's not interesting for, to them couldn't anymore. ask her a Mary Boff kill, could we? <laughs> she knows the all the actors could, personally. No, though. but we could probably do a, a be banish befriend. Let's Maybe. do that's, that. Yeah. That's a, a pet-based thing. That's, <laughs> that's it better. ties into Fantastic Beasts. So it's and like, it's kid-friendly. Yeah. Be banished, befriend. Yeah. I think we should do that. Let's do okay. that. If you have any suggestions that you want us to ask her, email us now. Get it yeah. to us before Friday. Yeah. The so And it can be ones that we've already 21st. done. Yeah. If you have she any like done them. super faves, we'll ask her a, a classic or mm-hmm. Yep. On that note. Uh see you in Help. two weeks. <laughs> Help. I like it. See you in hell. Oh, I heard help. See you in help. I said hell. <laughs> oh, She's got like that Neville speak from the fifth book where his nose breaks and then oh, yeah. he says B is for everything. Oh. Belly butter. Ah, there you go. That's ball for this oh episode God. of Bishop Bandaged Podcast. Thanks for listening. They don't all have to but be you can bees. check. I can't say that. You yeah. can check bus bout <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at Bischief Managed Podcast <laughs> on Twitter at Bischief Podcast. I love that. <laughs> and on Facebook, Pinterest, <laughs> and Bumbler. That sounds like a real thing. Oh, though. <laughs> Pinterest and Bumbler. Yeah. It's it. probably the new thing. The kids I, are into. Yeah, the kids. Bait and review <laughs> Bait and review us on iTunes if you want to bet in butch. <laughs> bend us, bend Katie's, us a bowel. Katie's dying. <laughs> Bishop Bandage Podcast. <laughs> Bmail. Bmail. Oh my goodness. The future is Bmail. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> check about. Bauer <laughs> Patreon for the burst biled <laughs> Barity readings <laughs> readings and Ball Bauer Bother bonus content Bishop managed buzz bow created <laughs> by the viscous Baron Binelt Ben original Boozik by <laughs> the feverish Bevan Byland <laughs> Ben Basil Balways. <laughs> Mischief managed. It's all moving in a weird place right now. What's moving in a weird place? Yeah, be more specific, please. <laughs> my, my viscosity. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I sound like now. <laughs>